Munch, 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 hi! Munch, munch. Munch, munch. <laughs> munch, munch. <laughs> so, this is a special podcast because I actually have Mark in the same vicinity as me, actually in the same room. Ooh, but you can touch away. him and everything. I know. Getting all touchy feeling there, hey? Yeah, so where are you? And I'm in frigging Croatia. <laughs> Not in there. <laughs> I am on holiday with um, three lovely girls that um, have no sense of adventure whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, it's, good. it's nice. Little dresses and little kitten heels. Oh my god, yes! Like we, um, so we were going out today just to walk around the town. So I obviously just put on like put some linen trousers on, put my trainers on, like ready to go out walking around like an old medieval town. And they're like, "Oh, so what are you wearing today?" And I'm like, uh, "This." <laughs> no, no clothes. And I was like, oh my god, what? And they're all wearing like dresses and heels. And I'm like, you know, it's all like cobblestones, right? Like, you well, can't. Are they trying to attract a hot Croatian guy or something? I don't really do know, to be honest. I mean, like, I'm trying them. to attract a hot Croatian guy, but by currently sitting in Leslie's <laughs> office <laughs> eating caramel. I mean, the Croatian guys are like kind of cute, but yeah, I, I don't really know what they're... We've been getting a lot of funny looks as well because everyone else is wearing normal clothes and these girls are all wearing like flowery dresses oh, and like wearing... Yeah, and it's quite People cold like, as well. house madam and you're like marching them around for sale. <laughs> I don't know. And it doesn't help that actually we're like the only brown people here as well. So we're already getting stared at a lot. And it's just like, yeah, this is, um, yeah, they're all like Asian and stuff except me. So yeah, everyone else is very white. <laughs> um, so we're already getting stared at. And then the thing is, everyone's really lovely. Everyone keeps stopping us to ask us where we're from. And then when we say we're from the UK, they're like, really? And they're like so surprised. But like everyone's really, really sweet and really, really nice. And I just realized this is a lot of rambling for a podcast. Um, hey, I'm stop now. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Have you seen any ghost cats in Croatia? No, but there's been a couple of like little ugly cats. Like, you know, like the mongrel ones that are really sweet and just really want affection and cuddles, but they're like little ugly cats. The ugly ones always do, don't they? Uh Uh-huh, they're so sweet. (laughs) There was one that I literally wanted to take home and she probably had fleas, but she was gorgeous. She was such a sweetheart. I'm just assuming that she's a girl. um, I had the two cats yesterday harassing me. Have you seen oh. any other sort of cryptids or? Uh, so well, she's only just got there, got, Yeah, we finally got to go around the town. Like, they're they're doing one in the airport. There's weird, um, like the churches have got kind of weird gargoyles on them that I can't quite figure out what kind of animal they're supposed to be. Like they look a bit liony, dragony, something right. a bit weird, like almost like a teddy bear mixed with a, a lion. So they're a bit weird. That's looking, cute. Actually. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of cute gargoyles, really. So. So yeah. this week we are well. It was just ghost stories, wasn't it? And then I was like, yeah. no, 
we need to make it a bit more niche. Maybe it's a bit too fucking niche, to be fair. Because <laughs> yeah. we're, we're struggling here. <laughs> Animal ghosts. <laughs> Animal ghosts. You would think it would have been easier, though. Like, I was confused by the complete lack of animal ghost stories. Like, yeah. more than <laughs> two. Does that, maybe, does that maybe tell us that there aren't... There's not a lot. ...any ghosts that are animals? Maybe oh. I have no souls. No, don't say that, because all dogs go to heaven and all that. So, <laughs> that is have a animals go to heaven? <laughs> it definitely is. <laughs> Please it's don't, like, ruin my childhood. <laughs> Oh, that was a sad film when Charlie died. That one <laughs> traumatised me, by the way. It's so sad and so scary as well. Like, it's just... I love we, that we film. Need more, we need more um, kids' films that are traumatising. They're Agreed. too sanitised these days. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I mean, one's sorry for life. I mean, The Wizard of Oz was pretty terrifying as well. Return to Oz um, was the greatest film ever made. Yeah, Return to Oz was first. The Wheelers and... Return to Oz. Yeah, well, we're very, very... We'll stick to ghosts, OK? No. Yeah. So... <laughs> Mark, maybe you should just kick this off because you've actually done some notepad. research. Yeah, he's sitting there with his notepad and his pen. Not only just not just any pen, though. It's one of those pens where it's got all the different colours that you can choose from. Yeah. You know, like, oh, oh my God, easy. I love them. Everyone. Oh <laughs> what colour have you chosen today, Mark? Uh, well, I've chosen That's a proper teacher pen. Blue. Yeah. Is that your teacher pen? Uh, no, but I mean, I've got pens like that in my classroom. Oh, right, okay. I've also got two. See, I always carry two in my bag. But... Yeah, well, you know how you always use red to, like, score out mistakes or point out mistakes? I would change that. You're not allowed to do that anymore. What? No, that's like... of... Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. Well, that's one of those made-up meth things. Is it? Yeah. <gasps> yeah. So tell us about it. No, just people are always like to me, oh, that must be so annoying that you're not allowed to, like, mark things in red anymore. I swear really? like, just told me this. You are still allowed to mark things as wrong and red. What, what the fuck <laughs> oh, does it matter anyway? Yeah, I'll, how can I'll, kids get better if you don't? But I, get, I don't know why I'm saying that as though it is a rule. It's not a rule. I would mark things bad. So green. I just sassily eat a bit of caramel. I'm like, yeah. not a rule. <laughs> Russell, Russell, Russell. <laughs> I'll just pop a Malteser in my mouth. Mm. Ooh. Bit of ASMR. Mm. <laughs> sexy, sexy ASMR. Mm. Oh, I don't understand this ASMR stuff. I find it really creepy and disturbing. I don't like it. Oh, I really don't it. like it. Yeah. No, it's kind of gross, with, especially when we make eating noises. I'm like, yeah, what are you like doing? That. It's just like, no, I, nah, the, I don't, don't like that. Mind relaxing, even though that's what we were doing just now. But that's just because we're actually munching. But uh, I don't find that relaxing. But the one where people just like whisper random facts, or like there's ones that are like ASMR rambles. Cornfield. Yeah, it's just people. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah, like, no, just stop. Your life is a lie. No. Imagine if you start saying weird things like that down at you. I would love that. Or they like just say weird things over their microphone. I'm just like, you have nothing. You just say, yeah, I love that as well. No. Like acrylics. There's a guy that does it and he he does exactly what he does. He has long acrylics Mm. and he just taps them on the mic and then leans in and he's like, some whales live in the sea. No, that actually just, it makes me like tingle in a creepy way. Like, it's just. Who realized the parkest penis in the world? What's creepy tingling? I don't know what creepy Like, you know when you get like shivers down your back because like, you're creeped out by something? Is that a ghost? It's a ghost cat. It's a ghost cat. You know when cats oh, need, you know cats do that See, I Especially like, cat. like a soft fat belly, like yeah. me. And the cat's just like, I can't use it on my back. I need my belly. Yeah. And 
imagine it was a ghost cat doing that. Like you wake up and you feel the same sensation. Oh my god, that's so creepy. But that I believe that cats can see like spirits and stuff, so like they can definitely see. Stuff Does your cat hurt like, weirdly? Like Mark's got a cat, haven't you? Tell us about your cat. Uh, he's a small cat type cat. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you can be more descriptive than that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes he's a fud. Most of the times he's nice. We he's have actually heard him on the podcast. A, like, yeah, I'm sure he's been on the podcast. He's famous. Okay, he's Mark like. Yeah, he's black and white, isn't he? Yeah. He's really cute. Oh. Shout out to me. Used to send cow cat to him. Do you ever see him like following something with his eyes, something you can't see, as if he's like there's yeah, something, something in the removing? Intensely at something. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, like my cat used to do that, and she would like yeah. do that. You know that crap. Uh huh. She'd do that noise. It's like as if she was like annoyed at something, and I she'd watch it like going around the room. Called what? Chuffing. Chuffing. Chuff. But it was weird. Like, I thought she was annoyed at whatever it's just she could see. <laughs> Chuffing. Yeah, they do it when they see birds. They they make a... Yeah, a, that like exact a... noise. But we're inside yeah. the flat and she's staring at a wall and there's obviously nothing there that I can see. But she can see something. And quite it creeps often, me out so badly. Like Quite often when my cat does it as well, it does seem to be the way you would stare at something. Not small, but yeah, like bird or mouse size. Oh, yeah. Like, there's the ghost of a person that's just walked into the room. So maybe that person's cats are psychic like, and there's ghost mice. <laughs> yeah, there could be. Maybe. I don't know, but they can definitely see something. Like 100% they're seeing something. Yeah, one of the cats that come in my house. I'm sure the white one would stare at the corner of the room. What are you looking at? Or she just being a weirdo? So creepy, mm. like it's just weird. And they all say that cats can, like, they can, they almost protect when someone's going to pass away. Because there's all, all these stories oh, about like, cats like curl up, like curl up like with someone just as they pass away. Because they can the sense that can like your spirit's leaving you. Yeah. Oh, that's so weird. And really they can tell when someone's about to have an epileptic fit. Really? Like I said, my mum won't have a dog, but I've always said to her, you should get one because if dad's not there and you don't know you're going to have a fit and you may, you might not be in a safe position, the dog will yeah. tell and it will put itself oh. between you and the floor. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Or it, it's supposed to like put its paw on you if it knows yeah. you're having an attack so you can prepare yourself for it. Oh, Do you wow. think it's not that like, they're psychic as such, but they can smell. you've got so much... That's- technology and stuff that we're not really attuned to our other senses anymore and maybe dogs and cats are just yeah it's like like a hormone that you're releasing or something and they can smell that yeah no i'm okay okay would i need the list more fanta yeah i was hoping mark (laughs) another drink (laughs) what are you drinking oh i've got well i've just finished some white wine and now i'm just drinking fanta that and i have a wee glass of red wine and which i'm drinking I only tend to drink Fanta when I'm on holiday, so I feel like I should be where you are right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting in some random room in a hotel, so it's great. <laughs> international. <laughs> no, international podcast. We are like international. Crystal Myths gets on the road. <laughs> yeah, except it's just you. <laughs> I'm technically allowed to get on the roads because, one, we'd have to organise that and none of us have the skills. <laughs> and so, um, Aww. because of COVID, we'd be shot. Yeah. Well, What's the weather like in Croatia? It's very sunny, but it's cold. Like, oh, it's quite cold. chilly. Yeah. Oh, that would do me. It's sunny. Yeah, yeah. But it's sunny. It's absolutely beautifully sunny. It's gorgeous. So it's fine. But, um, but yeah, I want to hear about um. Yeah, what is it? You were looking at, well, we were oh, both yeah, so, looking at the same thing, kind of. Yeah. yeah, but you can okay. tell us more since you have a, a, a I can see so, your notes. Yes, I have lots of notes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I, well, I started looking at one Arcadian myth, or the myths of Orkney, about ghost animals, and then realised that most of the stuff I could find was 
from Orkney, if I yeah. remember really into Orkney, yeah. but like the islands. Yeah, yeah the so islands. for people who are ignorant of geography, <laughs> <laughs> Orkney is um, an island right in the north of Scotland, although some people in Norway might claim it as their own. Yeah. And they're, they're possibly, Scottish. arguably right, because it's like really far north. Yeah, it? I think it did used to belong to Norway, and then yeah. it became Scot- Scotland for some I reason. Think people I think from there don't think that they're it. Scottish or Norwegian. They just think they're their own little thing. Aye. Yeah, are they like, it's like Orkney, Shetland there? Yeah. They've got their own language and everything, like their own words. Because my, my manager, my former manager in my work, was from Shetland. And she would have, she would tell us the Shetland word of the day. Oh, what's mm. the only one I know is Arcadian is Petey, means small, Petey. because I worked with a girl <laughs> who was Arcadian, but she'd done her teacher training there, and then it got uh-huh. her first job where my first job was, mm. and we'd just randomly go like the Petey this and the Petey that, and I was like, sorry, what is Petey? And she was like, Petey, Petey, and then we just like miming sizes, and I was like, what, like small, and she was like, say P. Do you think they just heard people saying we a lot and thought we were talking about P and it turned into P and said we? You know, again, P, P, I don't know why you asked it. P-D-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-P-
I'm glad people got beef with that goose. He's so nice. <laughs> Look at him carving up that woman's face. Lovely goose. He's so easy. Oh my god. <laughs> I just feel very disturbed right now. I don't know. <laughs> like... So ghostly animals. <laughs> it's linked to the idea of so what you were talking about that basically although it's a scottish island a mystery a mystery island it's like a kinder egg sometimes you get a happy hippo inside other times it's a shit jigsaw well it may as well be a mystery to me because i've never fucking been it may as well be in the middle of nowhere because it's so far away well i think because they're basically nordic yeah. So, because then when I started reading about it, which I think to hear Leslie said to me, like that looks at your laptop there, like it's got Yazzie's face in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yes>. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what has got my face on it? No, it's it's, it's the cause of Skype, you know, the wee circle thing, and we're looking at it as if your face has appeared in it or something, like an egg. Well, magic, magic. Yeah. Egg, yes. Well, we did say maybe we should maybe go on, like, see each other on camera. Yeah, you got nice. a couple of camera, yes. Yeah. Maybe no. not today because my battery's running really, really right, low. Okay. And right, the charger, so I'd have to be sit on the floor. <laughs> so back to Orkney. Mario. Okay, so up from this Scandinavian idea about a Varden. Yeah. Yeah. A Varden, I, I think. I take it as like where it's the, supposed to be like a derivative is like warden. Oh well, maybe yeah, because it's, like it's a protective garden. thing. So it's garden. like you've got two spirits, mm. not like your, which is also like in Greenland, if you've got two spirits, you're queer, aren't you? What? I'd like that now. Going over another. <laughs> oh yeah, there was that yeah, thing that we. That, I can't remember which one of you said it in a podcast ages ago, where it was like that whoever it was doesn't believe in like gender; they just believe that you have like a male yeah. spirit and a, a female spirit, yeah. and everyone's just a bit of everything. Yeah. And whichever spirit's dominant. Do you think that's where Philip Pullman got his inspiration from? Well, from so that's what I was about to say. So the, this idea oh, is not the, so not the Greenland two-spirit idea that you can have two spirits and they're male and female. It's that everyone has two spirits and one's like a human spirit and one's an animal spirit. Right. And they're tethered together. So, yeah, when I was reading that, I thought that's clearly where Philip Pullman got his idea from. Mm. Oh, with the demons in the Northern, yeah. it Northern Lights. Yeah, so the demons um, basically the exact same thing as Vardens because a Varden is... Yeah. The other part of your spirit that is in animal form but they believe that basically you can't see your varden while you're alive but your varden will die slightly before you do regardless of how you die even if oh your, your varden oh. will still randomly die like maybe 48 hours before you do which means but, it will turn into an actual like out of body spirit before you're but human. then does that know you're about that means you would know you're about to die yes yeah, so the reason it's it. a harbinger of death is because if you see a ghostly animal it's actually oh. your ghost you're seeing oh it's yours so like, say your varden yaz was a seal mm. for some reason mm. she's got big lovely eyes um, i still feel like it'd be a black cat okay animals, so definitely say a cat. then was a black cat so if you mm. saw a ghostly black cat that would just mean that you were about to die because that oh. was your varden that it already exited your like. Oh. But does body. it say there is an afterlife, right? Does it then wait for you to join an it? Afterlife. So afterlife. it prepares you. Yeah. So oh, you see it. I like that. Die. That's then nice. you die, and then your human part of your spirit and your mm. animal part of your spirit both go to the afterlife. <laughs> I really I like, like that, that concept. Like that too, though, again, it was scientific fact. <laughs> like, no, I, I like that. that. I really like that. Yeah, I really scientific like it as well. That would be lovely. I wouldn't fear death then. I feel like even though it's subject jumping, let's yeah. let's put you you and no, your spirit. Right, okay, like well, all right, well, see, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so I was just gonna say, like, see, when we originally bought this topic, that was one of the first things I thought of was like in the books of Northern Lights, where you, they have their demon. 
that always that when you're a teenager it changes shape like until you're an adult like when you're a child it's like it's part of you and it's out there but it keeps changing shape and until you're an adult then it settles on one shape and I just also that's such a cool concept I always wanted to have like like a little demon but no well, I wanted to ask you guys if you if you had a demon what would it be be like well, your spirit animal well let's find out yes Ooh. because I'm about to do a watch your spirit animal quiz Ooh, okay so I like this I'll tell you what your virgin is so Ooh. I will ask you some questions, Jazz, and you tell me what okay. the answer is. And then when we get okay. to the end of the quiz, we'll tell you. What, you'll find out what your spirit animal is, right? Yeah, okay, like that. So yeah. number one, what's your ideal climate? Is it polar, tropical, Mediterranean, temperate, which is sort of probably our climate here? Yeah, I think. Uh, or de- or desert? Uh, Mediterranean. That's what I picked. Okay. That's what I would pick. Right. So we're all picking the same thing Probably here. Right. Okay. That's interesting. Right, well, we're only at question one, so we're question two. What is your eating style? Are you super picky? Do you like fruits and veggies? Are you a foodie with discerning taste? Is it you'll eat whatever you put in front of me? Or is it work hard, play hard, eat a lot? I don't (laughs) even know what the fuck that's supposed to mean, but okay. Uh, Hedonism, basically. What what it was the a foodie with a discerning? What does discerning mean? It just means that you've got good taste and like you, you don't like everything, but you know what you like. Oh. After that, I'm yeah, not. I'll go for that. Yeah, I'll go that. Sorry, my mouth's full of food, so I can't answer. Just, uh, <laughs> you're you're definitely your quest to eat everything. Fat, fat, fat. <laughs> <laughs> fat, fat. Wait, are you guys putting <laughs> your own out? Oh. <laughs> eat like a pig. <laughs> what is your <laughs> ideal vacation? Funnily enough, yeah. you're on vacation. Not Croatia. <laughs> Or as we say in the UK, holiday, not vacation. So lounging by the pool, I think that's no. a no. A no. staycation? No. <laughs> Glamping? No. <laughs> Anything with adrenaline or strange new places basically exploding? Strange new places. Yeah, that was, that was my answer. So we're yeah. mad so far, yes? Yeah. Okay, next one. What's your social style? Do okay. you prefer being on your own? Do you like just being around one other person? Do you have a close-knit group? Do you have a wide circle of family and friends? Or so many I can't count. Ooh, get you. Uh, That's popular. Cl- close-knit group. Okay. I didn't choose that one. I chose just the two of us because oh. I hate people. <laughs> just, just the two of us. Okay. <laughs> so what's your love style? No. <laughs> Steady now. Stab them, burn them. <laughs> You're so like the black widow. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that kind of question. But, oh, right, okay. The first one is what love life? Yep. And the <laughs> no, second okay, is one soulmate, so you believe that there's only one person for you. No. Billions of people on no. earth, there's only one for you. No. I mean, I wasn't planning to pick that, but I like that Leslie addressed that. Yeah. Is if, like, if you pick that, I will fuck you up. <laughs> the next one No, is, definitely not. You believe in soulmates, but you can have a few of them. Exploring my options just means that, you know... A whole Yeah. The last one is, you're a big whore, the more the merrier. Uh... I'd say number three, because I don't think there's just one person for you, but I do feel like who the yeah. people that are for you were meant to be. I chose that one as well. I'd say so. Yeah. 
Just a big whore. <laughs> Mark's just a whore. He's so, just a slag. He's just a boy whore. <laughs> <laughs> then we've got, what's your parenting style? Now, this one pissed what? me off because I don't have kids. Well, think about the cats. Right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. The cats are your babies. Well, if, if you did have a kid, what would your parenting style be? Would it be tough love? Would yeah. it be nurture? Then they're on their mm. own. So basically, they grow up, then you kick them out and say, on you go. <laughs> like, basically fend for yourself. Yeah. Okay. Or it takes a village to raise a kid. Um, I oh, don't really understand no. that. I guess means that there's like you have loads to patch of people. Your sometimes so you can come around your brain yeah. and record a podcast. <laughs> 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 Basically, you get your family to raise it instead of you. Oh no, God no! They would you miss it. You can't protect them enough. So what's that? A helicopter parent? You're always hovering yeah. about. Yeah. Oh no, I don't like that. Yeah, and then finally, keep them close to home, even when they're grown, like stepbrothers, no. when you're, like, foreign and stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. What was the third one? The, the third one is, it takes a village to raise a kid. Oh, no, what, the, the nurture one, whatever that one was. Nurture, then they're on their own. That one? I mean, I don't really like any of them. I know. But I that one's too. probably the closest one, really. Okay, well, I chose tough love. <laughs> um, what's your mode of transportation? I like... Uh, divan chair myself. <laughs> <laughs> my, my legs. I like a couple of. I wish it was driving, but it's my legs. The Camille model pushes me around in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> Is that on there? No. And feeds me. Swear, actually. I'd <laughs> like to be carried me. about on the shoulder of a fireman, but. Oh yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be up for so, that one. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, is it race car? Monster truck, oh. a yacht, a magic yeah. bus, or a speed bus. What's wrong with a magic bus? What does the magic bus do? <laughs> yacht as an option before magic bus. <laughs> <laughs> a magic bus is basically like a hippie bus where. Uh, oh, on a yacht. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> is this meant to be what, like what your dream mode of transportation would be? Yeah, what what you would prefer to travel about oh, in if you could. Sports car. The last one, speedboat. By the way, I don't know if you got that. Do you nah, want sports? Because then you'd be limited to water. Right, race car then. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. I chose speedboat, but um, what's your ideal work environment? Ideally, not working at all for not me. Not working, but, yeah. obviously. It's like when people say, "What's your dream job?" and I was like, "I don't really dream of working." So My dream job is to be like. Yeah, basically a rich. I want to be a I want to be a travelling food critic. Hundred travelling food critic. Actually, just that, eat, that get paid to eat. Paid to love to get paid to eat. Yeah, yeah, basically, that's literally my dream job. Paid to eat because I could go places for appearance fees. Yeah, I want to be a bow tie and lesbian. He wants to be. He wants to wear big bow ties. No, not bow ties on your hair. If you were a travelling food person, you could wear what you want. Yeah, true. Anything involving travelling and food, and I'm there. Well, I don't know if that's on the list, but um, okay, here's here's the the choices. Whatever pays the most. Working yeah. for someone I respect. <laughs> Where are they? Sake. Don't respect. Something that exists. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Working alone, working with a team, no, and yeah. finally, do I have to work? Do I have to work? Yeah. Like, do I actually have to work? That, Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or uh, no, uh, probably realistically, it'd be working for someone I respect, like well, in real life. If I had to work, I'd just work from home because then I don't need to look at anyone else but me. And yeah, I'm in my house, which <laughs> is what I do now, or I just wouldn't work. So, number nine, if you were a pro athlete, what sport would you do? Soccer, football, to the normal person. Normal people. Um, yeah, surfing, snowboarding, golf, or hang gliding. 
coming up. Less than sports are also in Bagania. I think because I think surfing looks so cool. I'd love I, to be able to surf. I picked golf because I'm a bit of a boss. Don't get how that's a sport. Walking and hitting balls. Because it's, it was invented in Scotland, so I'm just being patriotic, okay? Fair enough. You can right. surf in Scotland. Dog. Wear a wetsuit. Wear a wetsuit and you'll be fine. Right. So I ha- I'm hoping this is the last question. This is the last question. Hopefully. What's your sleeping <laughs> style? I need my nine hours. Don't wake me. I rarely see the sun. I see every sunrise. Give me a few hours and I'm ready to go. Or I relish my daily naps. Which one would you pick? I love naps. Yeah, so do I. I pick that. Yeah, I love a nap. It's my new hobby. Right, naps then. Oh my Power God. naps. That's a question. How do you deal with conflict? Do you avoid it at all costs? Do you compromise so you can work it out? Do yeah. you, with your buddies by your side, you can handle anything, as in you need rumours? Um, yeah. Or, I don't like it, but if you mess with me, I won't back down. Oh, or, that or, one. Where's the fight? No, the, the, I was originally going to say con- compromise, but no, that, the second last one. Oh, like I just, I don't, <laughs> no, I really don't like conflict, but if someone really fucking pisses me off, like I'm not gonna back down. Actually, like, they're gonna get the full rage. Yeah, it's not it's not pretty. Yeah. <laughs> it's just don't unleash the dragon. What's your home style? Is it a tree house? Cozy, a cozy house, a tent house, a country house, or van life? <laughs> uh, cozy. Definitely cozy. Van life. Cozy, that's what I chose. You are. Oh, it totally is. Oh my god. What? What is it? An otter. What? Is that a good thing? So, I mean, they're cute. Yeah, you're like, right. Oh my an god, otter. that's so cute. You're so it says you are an otter. That's your spiritual animal, your demon. So it says here playfulness, mischief, laughter, good luck, <laughs> honesty, Aww. loyalty, craftsmanship, adaptability, transformation, and psychic abilities. I like that. That is totally me. It's oh, your spirit guide. You have an adorable oh. friend to guide you on your soul's journey. Oh, we have an adorable oh. friend to guide you on our soul's journey. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. From land to water and back again, thus they are symbols of adaptability, transformation, and mm. even psychic abilities. The land mm. represents your conscious awareness and the water your subconscious. Those for whom the otter spirit resonates can seamlessly move between the natural and supernatural worlds. The otter is quite dexterous. They can open clamshells and hold hands with their buddy (laughs) otters as they float in sea. I do like holding hands. I'm just laughing that she could open clamshells. Yeah. I know. I do like oysters, so yeah. Uh, Oysters and hold hands. The author spirit reminds you to tap into your creativity and manifest it in the material world. But I used to do jewellery, I used to make you nice things. When the author spirit makes themselves known to you, they are reminding you to embrace your inner mischief, laugh and have a good time. Do you know what I I love that. What? A manatee. (laughs) I look like a manatee, so I suppose it works. A manatee? Yeah. That's so random. The original mermaids. They are actually, yeah. Do me, do me. No, that's right. true. So you're still that's a mythical creature. Right, oh. let's do it. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> What's your ideal climate? Polar, tropical, Mediterranean. Mediterranean, right. We're going to whiz through this because we've already yeah. done the question. What's your eating style? Is it super picky, fruits and veg, 
Foodie with discerning taste. Whatever you put in front of me, work hard, play hard, eat alone. In fact, you can fucking see it. Do it yourself. He's in the room. I just go go flick through it really fast. What's your ideal vacation? Uh, Strange new places. Oh, that guy's fit. (laughs) (laughs) The man in the random picture. What's your social style? The one where I'm a slag. What's your love style? No, that's one one when you're a slag. slag. (laughs) (laughs) The both slaggy. I'm going out. But I love you. <laughs> What's your mode of transport? Yacht. Oh, I thought you would pick van life. <laughs> <laughs> Posh boy, yeah. I'd love to be a van person, but I know I'm not. Nah, I if you're a pro, pro athlete, what would you do? I'd be confused. I was a pro athlete, but I guess I'll put surfing as well because I like the water. What's your sleeping style? My nine hours, it'll die. Wow. How do you deal? I, I mean, I need to sleep for nine hours. God, I, I'm an insomniac, so I basically never mm. see daylight. I don't know what to put. I mean, how do you deal? With conflict? That's why I nap. Because I feel like I always try Ooh. to let everything be like nice and easy, easy, and then eventually. Oh, you're compromised. Yeah, but I'm not compromised because then eventually I get really annoyed and then go tits and then seem like a mentalist because the person. Oh, so annoyed. you're like me you're then? Like, no, no, you're like me then. Thing to do it, whereas I'll do it and someone will be like, "Oh, can I borrow your stapler?" And I can be like, "Why didn't you just eat my fucking face?" <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be like, "Oh, okay, I came across as mental." <laughs> I love how he says when he's angry, he goes tits. I do go tits. Like I've, I've never like, seen you going like that. I don't think I've ever seen you really angry, actually. I think no, that'd be quite scary. And again, I've I feel seen like you being like ranty. Like I've seen you ranting, but I've never seen you actually pissed off. I think like that's exactly what I'm like though, but with the person, but it's like they have to have annoyed me genuinely about fifty times and then it'll be whatever they annoy me on in the fiftieth time. I'll go that weird ranty way, but I'll be like, Oh my god, why don't you just take everything? So, Cool. Yeah. I'm gonna annoy you. <laughs> I'm gonna annoy you forty nine times and then push you yeah. to someone else. <laughs> I don't know Pick one. I avoid it at all costs because I seem like a crazy. Pickle. Okay. Right. What's my idea? Okay. Home, country house. Oh. oh. What are you? I got a turtle. He's a turtle. So we're all a turtle. Oh. So we all love the water. Okay. I like that. I've got mean? longevity, caution, protection, shelter. Retreat, ancient wisdom, transformation, for I am queer. I am queer. And then it just says the world, which I like. Oh. Having lived on Earth for tens of millions of years, I am old as fuck. You are old as fuck. Turtles carry with them the wisdom of the age. When the turtle is your spirit animal, you are blessed with ancient understanding of the universe. Turtles are also symbols of longevity. Your turtle spirit guide reminds you that you can withstand a great deal, more than you ever thought you could. In addition, as both water and land creatures, just like Yaz. Yeah. And just, and yeah, because you well, can... Well, no, wait, manatees yeah, don't like... the land. No, oh, they can't yeah, yeah. Can they? But I yeah. don't think they can, like, crawl no, they about. can't really get about very well on it. But That's me, I can't well, get about <laughs> Man, are they not also called, like, sea cows? So, oh, fuck yeah. you, man! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me a cow! Um, Oh, symbol of evolution and transformation. Thus, the turtle is a helpful guide as you navigate your soul's journey. The turtle's protective shell reminds you that there are times for retreat when you must go within for guidance and not scream at someone because of a stapler. It's so accurate. <laughs> Take time to protect yourself physically, emotionally, psychologically and spiritually. I do take a lot of time to protect myself spiritually. It's okay to take some time out to regroup then once you recharge get outside stick your neck out and try some new experiences and bask in this shine of life i feel like that's very me that's very yeah. good that's quite cool yeah oh well done for I, think, 
10 out of 10. I think our listeners, our listeners should definitely do the the quiz yeah. and let us know what their spirit animal is. Well, I'll post a link cool. on our Facebook group and our Twitter. Yeah. If I can sort the website out, I'll eventually sort out show yeah. notes. They can let us know what their spirit animal is and yeah. if they think it suits them or not. Maybe you don't like animals at all, though. Yeah, that's true. Maybe your spirit animal is cool. Jimmy Savile. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Savile? <laughs> I'm imagining it written in the same sort of rhyme as like. Oh my god, imagine if that popped up. You're doing a quiz about spirit animals and the one you get is Jimmy Savage. You're the worst of the worst. Absolutely. You should fart. Go and kill yourself. Go and kill yourself. Sorry, if you're having suicidal. Oh my god, yeah, that's not funny. Sorry. It's really not funny. Unless you are Jimmy Savile and Yeah, unless you're Jimmy Savile. Okay. So only people supposed to kill themselves. Yeah. Everyone else. Don't do that. Seek help. We all seek help all the time. It's great fun. Yeah, we all do. We literally all have yeah, therapists and shit. So yeah. Everyone there's no shame in it. Yeah. Do you know actually it's mental health week? Oh, is that we're telling people? It is. I don't think that's okay. (laughs) You're meant to be saying it's okay to be okay. See the whole it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to not. This is sorry. Like this is me, my Jan. But I'm actually really sick of this whole thing about saying it's okay to not be okay. I don't want to be not okay. Like I'm so sick of people saying that, and I don't know who decided that that should be the slogan. I think they should maybe say that don't bottle things up. Yeah. To someone, but I think the problem is that the fear is the stigma of being classed as mental health. Like I know someone who's a schizophrenic, and this yeah. is disgusting, right? Because she had an incident like breakdown recently, and she got taken to the hospital, and they actually had a policeman watch her. God. Yeah, because she was schizophrenic. Yeah. Well, thought she'd be like suicidal or something. No, or, like... because she was a schizophrenic, and people think that schizophrenics cause her psychotic might be dangerous. Oh. I mean, imagine oh, how that crazy. makes her feel. Like, if she doesn't feel bad enough, they've got to get a fucking cop to stand in front that's of her. That's crazy. If they're or dangerous, I guess they'd only be dangerous, like hurting themselves. I don't yeah. think they're dangerous to people like society. That's awful. Mm. It's really terrible. Oh, my God. It. But yeah, if you're not okay, it is okay. But I think people should speak up like yeah. don't just sit there thinking oh I'm not okay and that's fine it's not fine to speak not be to someone okay. you, you can try. I mean yeah. it even help to speak to someone you don't know you know just phone up yeah. some persons that's what they're there for and everyone has mental health yeah, issues yeah. literally like, everyone yeah like because everybody has physical health issues so it's weird to assume that you're the only because yeah. again it's, I get you're in a bad headspace we've all been there but it's like yeah. wrong to assume that you're the only person that has mental health issues because, well, literally everyone does. Sense. It's like someone says, like, if you break an arm, you wouldn't just ignore it. Yeah. So you if there's something broken in your so. mind, then you would you would fix that as well. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Anyway, anyway that's Arcadian. Yeah. So the next thing that I looked at for ghost animals from Orkney <laughs> was ghost dogs. Because they're again, I started looking at ghost dogs, and I realised most of them were for, from Orkney because there's several mm-hmm. ghostly dogs in Arcadian myth. So Orkney has a belief in the wild hunt, which Leslie and I were talking about just before we started recording. Because there's quite a few like Northern European. Well, I read ancient... the words wild hunt, but I didn't actually click to 
research more into it. So what kind of hunt are we talking about here? It's not like a fox hunt, is it? Okay, so I basically just lifted this from like an academic text. Okay, so well, that's it, always good. Explains it well. yeah, so, mm-hmm. uh, the wild hunt is the Northern European belief that... Can you read your own writing? Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand what I've written, even though I can read it. That depending on the culture, at least once annually around the winter solstice, although in some cultures multiple times across the year, but always around about the winter solstice. It's best for you to stay inside after dark as you may encounter what's known as a wild hunt. The wild hunt is a phantom who leads a horde of other spectres through the sky, leaving destruction, ringing noises and gale force winds in its wake. Is that how they're... Because Orkney and Shetland is a very stormy place. It's always really windy. So maybe that's where they're getting that from, yeah, like from the north. Yeah, winds coming through. Yeah. And there's lots of, I mean, there's lots of bits where people will live on a cliffside where it's really windy. Mm. So I'm sure there's lots of people that must have been blown out to sea. So it would make sense. And part of it, which I think is why it came up when you were researching stuff, Leslie, is some of the, the creatures that follow this phantom are described as being like ghostly hogs and ghostly dogs and uh, ghostly so like skeletal horses and things like that. So... There's quite a lot of them that have animal-like appearances. But the reason that I looked at it is because, or the reason I started looking at it, is it said that after a wild hunt passed above your village, a small, black, semi-transparent puppy would be left behind. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember reading that. Like a wee black puppy. Yeah, like a little ghost Labrador. It's like someone leaving a little pound coin on your desk. So if after the wild hunt, the ghost dog arrived on your steps... You had to keep and take care of it for exactly one calendar year. Oh. And if you failed to do this, it would bring misfortune, pestilence, death and or war to your village. Wow. But oh if God. you looked after it properly for a year, you'd basically just have a pet ghost dog for a year and it'd be like having a normal Labrador, but it'd be a ghost. Was it turn into a real dog or was it just oh. remain a ghost? I think after a year it just ceases to be there. Oh, it just basically oh. just slowly fades away. Yeah, it goes to... Back to the winds. Dog heaven, because all dogs go to heaven. Oh, that's lovely. I told you. I told you they all go to heaven. Oh, that's a really cute story. There's um, I was reading about a ghost dog that's in um in Connecticut, and it's called the black dog, and it hangs around it's like this black castle. Dog. Yeah. I know it's, it's weird. They're always black. Because I've seen uh-huh. like stuff that I was looking at, and it always mentions black dogs. Yeah. But yeah, tell us about the black dog. Quite interesting. It's it's um a place called Castle Craig in Connecticut. And it's I know it does, it really does. It does sound Scottish. Um, yeah. And it's like a wee black collie and he's like really pretty. But basically if you see this dog and he doesn't make a noise, he doesn't like bark or howl or anything, but there's a saying that if you see this dog once, it means there's good news coming and something's good's gonna happen. If you see it twice, something bad's going to happen to you and it'll be like something really sad. But if you see it a third time, it means you're going to die. And basically, like, a lot of people's deaths have been blamed on seeing this dog three times. But nobody knows anything more about it, about where this came from, like, like anything about it. It's just that people apparently keep seeing this dog in this castle. I I feel like even the horrible bit of the story didn't seem bad because you started off describing it really cute. So in my head, I was just like, aw. Yeah, it it doesn't overly seem like a bad thing. It's almost like it's giving you, like, omens rather than... So some people are, like, blaming it on the death, but I see it more as, like, it's just predicting these things. So it's like a varmint, like you were saying, yeah. Well, there's also an Arcadian myth about a black dog that haunts a castle as well, which is, like... Oh, so do they always hang about castles? (laughs) A a specific... (laughs) 
<laughs> so like Yazzie's one, like a specific black dog that haunts a specific castle. Right. So there's a, a dog called the Balky Hound. Yeah, that's what I was just looking yeah, at. So it's a ghost dog. It haunts Nolkland Castle on Orkney. So the dog was once the or the legend goes, the dog was once the beloved pet of the Balfour family, who were slash are the residents of Nolkland Castle. And I'll put in my notes, this isn't from the Reds. Family dickhead. <laughs> uh, family dickhead Sir David Balfour, because he sounds awful, returned to the castle one evening in the early 13th century. He'd been out on a hunt and then he'd been in the village afterwards and he returned in a fit of rage following an argument with somebody in the village that was on the hunt. <laughs> so David sat down to dinner and the dog that they had, which was also a little black fuzzy dog, uh, jumped up to see him. And it spilled his wine, and because he was so angry, he what? snapped and killed the dog. What prick? Hence oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, total dickhead. And then the legend yeah. is, so now the dog haunts the dark areas under the castle staircases, and you can hear it howl whenever a member of the Balfour family is about to die. So it doesn't oh, affect wow. everybody in the same way as the dog you're talking about, but it's yeah. similar. Yeah. But it's still, like, predicting it then, like, predicting the death, or... Yeah, does well, it bring the death? Is it bringing the death, or I don't know if it's bringing the death or if it's or just or it's mourning. It. It's, it's like it's more mourning when they die. Lady Balfour tried to kill the deck. The deck. Yeah. So I don't know if it's like yeah, it's sad because her descendants yeah. are going to die, or if it's yeah. killing his descendants. That's not really clear. Mm, I'd like to think it's sad because her. See, when you think of dogs, dogs are usually like man's best friend. They're loyal. Yeah. Things like that. So maybe that's why people it's associate protecting. dogs with protection, with maybe yeah. harbors and like. But then cats. There was there was a thing about cats. Like you were saying that that sit on your bed when or sit in someone's bed. You're about to die. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think cats it's like the emotions. Yeah, like cat, I feel like do. the cat, like my cat Jasper, he could sense when I was down, so he would always sit next to me, put his paw yeah. on my hand, and things. Okay. Even though it wasn't the friendliest of cats. But I found this, well, Mark and I found this, the same blog, funnily enough, um, called Black, Thorn and Stone by someone called Romany Regan, which is a cool name, that isn't is it? That is a cool name. Uh, I imagine she's like a really like hot gypsy woman. She probably <laughs> is, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> she lives in my imagination as such, so that's how it shall be. So she's um, touched on spectral animals and speaking of like dogs and things, she is talking about historical dog ghosts and things so like most of most of which was like in the mid 19th century where they saw the most dog ghosts like pet ghosts but they think that's she they think that's because that's when spiritualism started and more and more people got more interested into like ghostly apparitions and so they they all claimed that they they also saw their their ghost pets whereas before that nobody really discussed it it wasn't really out in the open and a lot of it yeah a lot of it was um, to do with like dogs mm. and I think it's people missing their pet and they see things. So the do- she said of, of the historical animal ghosts that she surveyed, the ghosts of dogs are the most common, and of oh. ghost dogs, the most common is the mastiff. You know those big burly yeah. butch dogs with the big faces. I love them. I think I love oh. big dogs like that. Some of them might think they're scary, but I think they're big softies. So it might be because the Mastiff was a popular guard dog for country estates in the 19th century, so it would be the most common dog one might think of to be on country roads where ghost dogs are most mm. often sighted. So Mastiffs appear to be the most common 19th century ghost 
dog, no piece about ghost animals could overlook the black dog, which is what we were touching upon. There's been entire books written about nothing else. The black dog is not usually a mastiff. It's rather like a shaggy black dog, more like a yeah. wolf hound. But the, the Hound of the Baskervilles. Yeah. That's a that big can, black uh-huh. shaggy dog as well. well they're, they're also known as hellhounds, yeah, which sounds bad, doesn't it? Sounds badass, it's rock and roll. Um, or the bar guest. Is that the one you're talking about? Or is that different? No, that was the bulky. Oh, right. Balky. The balky. Or the bar guest or the black dog, which is a, a, like a guardian dog. Um, it looks a bit like Batman, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> big pointy ears and red eyes. <laughs> so there's a paragraph here that says the bar guest appears in various shapes, but generally that of a dog. It's dangerous and ominous to meet it, especially head on. This could be like the Connecticut one. Sometimes it lacks a head. Sometimes it only has one eye in the middle of its forehead. The bar quest <laughs> occurs... This is more of a cryptid, is it yeah. not? I don't know. Um, it occurs in the wide areas of East Anglia and the north of England, from Cumberland down to the Yorkshire Dales, as far south as the Peak District in England, whereas the bar guest type of dog, or shuck, as it's known in East Anglia, is invariably horrific in some way. The black dog is either neutral, friendly, or protective. So it's yeah, not it's evil. Nice one. Yeah. yeah. That's quite cute. Yeah, I think doggy ghosts are friendly. Like they wouldn't be bad ones. But of course, like most of the time, like what she was saying on her essay, which I think is interesting, is that you know black dogs are lovely and friendly, but that's boring to tabloids. So yeah. they would want to take hellhounds and stuff and make them evil. Yeah, because nobody's going to go ghost hunting for like a friendly dog ghost. Yeah, <laughs> which sounds boring, doesn't it? Because there was a story um, in the Daily Mail. I would totally go ghost hunting for a friendly dog ghost. <laughs> there was a story in the Daily Mail, and we know that the Daily Mail is a scumrag. And they, they, um, they printed a story about how the bones of a seven-foot hound from hell called Black Shuck was discovered in a Suffolk countryside. Seven-foot so. long or yeah. seven-foot if it stood on its back legs? Mm, maybe seven-foot long. I, they didn't say. It doesn't specifically oh, say. It's the Daily Mail. It must be if it stands up. Uh-oh. Yeah, there seem to just be calling a hellhound for no reason as well, don't they? Just because a dog's big doesn't mean it's evil. Lots yeah. of dogs are lovely. Mm-hmm. I am still a bit very Rottweilers. Yeah, they're a bit loose cannons. So. Mm. Loose cannons, a cute way to describe them. They just sound like they're going to shit in the office. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure Rottweilers are lovely, big, friendly giants, but I think it was just because of the whole... the the devil dog thing in the 90s was it when they were all there was a tabloid thing about yeah. loads of dogs killing it's kids like, i think it's fighting babies and all that yeah about them being vicious a lot of really mm. scummy people then started buying mm. them yeah which i don't like think dobermans as well they're as of. dangerous as the tabloids are making out but then i think there was then a spate of them being dangerous because mm. people that wouldn't actually train their dogs or look after yeah. them and were yeah it's the way they're raised I mean, my neighbor yeah. had a big Rottweiler, and this was before they stopped docking their tails as well. So he had a big Rottweiler called um, oh, Tyson, which is probably a typical type of yeah. hard yeah. man name to give a, a Rottweiler. So yeah. that kind of freaked me out, and it didn't have a tail, it was docked. Because I think if you can see the tail wagon, yeah. then you'll know it's friendly. But if you can't see its tail oh, wagon, that you, don't know what, yeah. you don't know what kind of mood it's in. Well, people so it dock makes their more yeah, and it had a really loud, very loud, deep, booming bark. And I'm sure it was probably... Fit. My dad would say, look, Tyson's lovely. He's a big soft dog. 
but I wouldn't go near it because I was yeah. But then that makes sense what you're saying about the tail as well because I think that's the way with kids you'll always be like, oh no, look, the dog, like, don't worry, the dog's being friendly because mm-hmm. it's wagging its tail, whereas yeah. you can't understand that if somebody's cut the dog's tail off. Yeah, Does it can... hurt them or like yeah, it does. does it? I yeah, thought they just right. put an elastic that? band around it when they were puppies yeah, and it would just fall really off. Oh, they wouldn't really feel horrible. it after a while. Yeah. It's like in their tail. Yeah, they used to do oh. it to boxer dogs as well. But I think some of them had to get their tails cut some down a little bit because their tail, which is really, really painful, so it means they have to have their tail removed because of the rudder tail. Yeah. It's painful because it hits removed. off of things yeah. and it works then, but in most cases just because dog and people did it like aesthetically yes because it was they were getting it done for no reason so yeah it was because of like i don't know whether in crofts that they had to have their kids i don't know why it was though because it's a lot of dogs that you again that like consider themselves to be hard would get so i don't understand why they were docking them like with sheep it's because a lot of sheep get issues with like their bills if they still have a tail so that's why you're still allowed to dock sheep but i don't imagine that it's for their own good yeah like it's And actually, because they dock them in their lambs and they've not really got any, a lot of bone or cartilage in their tails, it doesn't yeah. really hurt the sheep. Well, it's almost it like you're circumcising a baby, basically. It yeah. says on Wikipedia, historically, tail docking was thought to prevent rabies, strengthen the back, increase the animal's speed and prevents injuries when ratting, fighting and baiting. Yeah. There you go. So it was basically because you were scum. Yeah. Yeah, tail docking is done in modern times either for prophylactic, therapeutic or cosmetic purposes or to prevent injury. I don't think you should be doing it for cosmetic purposes. Yeah. No, you should only be doing it to prevent injury. Yeah, that's it. Because like uh, again, that's going to be a small, well, it's going to be a medium amount of pain to prevent ongoing large pain, but if yeah, you're just doing exactly. I like the one now turned into like a veterinary <laughs> <laughs> No, I was just going to steer it back to the ghost thing, like yeah. If a dog loses its limb or its tail, does it also lose that? Oh, as like, you know, when you have like ghost limbs, do you think they can still yeah. get their tail? Oh, actually, that's a good tails? point. Mm. Maybe that Rottweiler was really confused. Oh, is it called phantom tail, limbs? It still wagging its tail. Yeah. yeah, is it phantom yeah. limbs? Yeah, aye, phantom limbs. Yeah. That's what it's called. That'd be quite cool. If you had a phantom tail. That'd be quite cool. Have you got any other stories yet? Yeah, yeah I was gonna say. Yeah. Um, instead of dogs, I found one that's a monkey. Like, oh yeah, the monkey. I forgot you mentioned that. Yeah, like ghost car. monkey. I found loads about dogs. To be honest, there's loads of other ones about dogs, but this one's so much more interesting. There's um a big fancy house down in Dorset. It's called Applehampton, and this is one of these you know back in the day when like a big grand family would like live in this. So this was the um, the Martin family, and Sir William Martin basically he ran like import export on the ships. Um, so one of his ships that came back from Africa brought an ape with it. But it was like a little young baby ape at the time, which I'm sorry, that's just mean because it means they took the monkey from yeah. its mum, yeah. which is not OK. But um, yeah, aside from that, so like, they brought this baby. I can't believe you about that. Like, I'm sorry, it's just, dead, sorry. <laughs> I disagree no. with your actions. I disapprove of they would, they would basically eat yeah. animals to extinction, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Like the dodo. It was, oh, I mean, this is back in like the Tudor times. Oh, um, like proper like back in the day it's so yeah basically i feel oh. like monkeys didn't exist in sugar times but i know that they did, <laughs> <laughs> they did. They were like, oh, old, a monkey from the olden days but i know so one of his ships came back from africa bought this monkey and it was like given as a pet present to his daughter um so she pretty much like grew up with this monkey um and 
the Martins were a very good, like, Catholic family, and their daughter wanted to marry a Protestant, which is obviously just I not like. No, you should marry a monkey. No, but this gets really weird and creepy. <laughs> no, hold that thought though, because just hold that thought. <laughs> the thought will come up later again. All right. <laughs> so basically, this daughter wants to marry uh, a Protestant, and she's obviously not allowed. She's forbidden to do that. So she goes off and cries, and like wants to, like basically wants to have an absolute tantrum. Thank it causes one of these big. Whatever you married that monkey. No, no, no. So you know, like in the, all these old houses, there's always like hidden passageways and hidden rooms and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So she goes in behind like the paneling of one of the rooms, and she hides in this like secret room. But the monkey follows her in, oh. and she's in there like basically having a retantrum and crying and like being in a bad mood because she's not allowed to marry the guy that she wants to marry. Okay. And then when she comes out, she doesn't realize that he's still in there, so oh, no. he actually like dies in there. Because <laughs> like I know it's really horrible. So he, like I'm suffocates. She was obviously, and she murdered the monkey. And no. Age. How would you? How, how would, you long not would know? the monkey be missing before you were like? Oh, wait, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I also, yeah. Yeah, but oh, it's horrible. Like, when I had my cat, we didn't realise, but then cats are silent, aren't they? Yeah. Monkeys, yeah. I'd imagine, would be a bit more noisy. Yeah, how would they not yeah. have heard them? Because so my cat stuck they... in a hut one summer and we oh. shut the door behind it. We didn't realise and we're like, where is Jasper? And it turns out he was in a hot hut all day long. Oh, <laughs> he made to take her out of bed. Oh, but, poor thing. Yeah. So, yeah, so he got trapped in this, like, secret room thing. So now, basically, people, like, because this house is now open to, like, visitors and stuff like that, and then people go, and how's things? The house is actually haunted with other ghosts. Like, there's a ghost of, like, a lady that apparently sits in one of the rooms. There's a ghost of a priest that, like, apparently is seen walking around. But there's a ghost of this monkey, and apparently a lot of visitors have said that they hear, they hear two different things. They either hear them, like, scratching on the panel, like, trying to get out. So it's like a really sad noise, which is horrible. Because the monkey doesn't know it's dead, and it still thinks it's trapped uh in the cupboard. It's still trying to get out, and they can hear it scratching behind there, like, Sort of She'll leave bananas I know. But then the other noise that they hear is basically the hero pleasuring himself oh, and what? laughing and making noise. <laughs> Are you having a wank in the cupboard? So, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't really know Are what that sounds frog? like. So I don't know. And I don't yeah, know how you would identify that noise. Like, is this place by any chance haunted by a, a wanking monkey? Because I recognise the sound of. A monkey wanking. What does a wanky, wanky, monkey sound like? And um, I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> but a, this is now my favourite ghost, like, ever. <laughs> it's getting the poor monkey blamed for it. We need to visit this place and try and bring the monkey out. Or bring Mark, maybe. Or fancy Mark. I don't know. Zary. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, this is an actual monkey trying to fuck me. We try to pin my Mark to the monkey ghost. <laughs> Oh my god! But yeah, for monkey, it's like an actual for monkey. Oh yeah. my god! So, so yeah, so yeah, if you ever go to um Ka- Athelhampton Castle in Dorset, go um listen up for the. That the actually is interesting because you know how they say like um if humans die in violent circumstances or horrible ways that their ghosts remain behind because they're yeah. they're either don't realize they're dead or they're traumatized so they can't move on. Maybe it's the same with animals. Yeah. Oh no, wait, that's horrible. That this makes me want to go vegetarian now because oh, God. if you think about all the, the cows and yeah. pigs and the slaughter, the horror that they go through, does that oh, mean God. there's like fucking hordes of ghost cows just wandering about? <laughs> but then I, I don't really want to think about that, really. 
an abattoir, like that would what? make sense. If a hail mouth yeah. it would make sense if it was under an abattoir. Well, if you built a house on top of an abattoir, would it be like building a house on top of an Indian God, burial? Yeah, it'd be like a cemetery. Oh, that's horrible. But then, but then they're not buried there, are they? Because they're killed yeah, there and they were slaughtered. Yeah. Eaten. No, um, yeah. a lot. The, I think most animals are. I don't think they're killed on the farm anymore. I think they are mass factory killed. Yeah, they are in the slaughterhouse. Yeah, but then their body's not buried there. Their body wouldn't be their there. Their bodies are Exactly. Yeah, their bodies are wandering about inside us. Like, <laughs> oh, that's so horrible and morbid. <laughs> no, I'm confused. Their bodies are wandering about inside us? Yeah. Well, their body's been shifted up. You've eaten them and then you've shat them out. So they're actually... <laughs> Watch, did you not watch The Lion King? You know that they're back in the earth, like they're it's part of the circle of life and all that. It's fine. They're not bad spirits. Surely <laughs> that logic is I can murder and eat you and it's not a crime because as long as I have a shit and use it <laughs> <laughs> like, from the day. As long as as long I'm as you kill me humanely. Like, <laughs> As long as you kill me in a humane and kind way, so I don't suffer very long for that. Oh, okay. no, you I give you permission to eat me. Thank you. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Next week's podcast. Lately, I'll be recording ourselves eating yes. I'll say I'll start with the arse. <laughs> oh, yeah. At least we'd be all in the same room together. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's the main thing. Oh, I've massive phone right now. Don't put me on a like what they think is the um, Spitfire. Don't put me on that. Oh <laughs> god. Did you slowly poach you or put you underground and smoke you or something? I don't oh know. Oh my god. I don't know. What's the quickest? This is getting really weird turn, I don't know. I'm, like, I'm, let's I'm, stop talking about this. It's getting weird. <laughs> How would you like to be eaten? Trap a dormouse in a little clay pot. Oh and yeah. They could eat lots and lots of sweet berries until it was so fat it filled the pot. <laughs> what, like swagra? Will you just stuff the animal? Yeah, like a big pudding, yes. Yes, pudding. Oh wow, you guys are really disturbing. We're so we are, up. aren't we? But we love you. That's why we we want to. That's why we want to stuff you with berries. These are so kind. Just as well, you're in Croatia, yes, because I'm getting yeah. hungry. You get hungry. You get hungry. Oh god. Well, anywho. Right, there's a story uh, about ghosts of dead pets force family to flee. Yeah, that's made. That's I quite mean, funny, isn't I say, it? That's brought me great joy. I haven't read the article that I was about to read. <laughs> I just read the headline and then laughed and then carried on with my life. <laughs> so what made you move out your house? Um, there was loads of dead gerbils. Who <laughs> 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 um, a council house, which is just like, uh, everyone knows what a council house is. So this was a, an article in the Daily Express on the 6th of April, 1966. Oh, I thought it was 1996. OK. So a council house has been standing empty since a family of four fled from it in terror. Several families have asked if they could move in. But Swindon Council Wiltshire has repeatedly said no. What? Swindon. <laughs> Too many dead animals. Sorry. <laughs> I'm surprised. So <laughs> I'm just imagining a wee woman. Please, can I live in this house? Yeah, it's already been like, but my family are on the streets then being like, no, there's there's too many cat ghosts, (laughs) two dog ghosts, a hamster ghost. You couldn't fit. (laughs) There's no room for you. (laughs) Maybe if you leave your baby and your husband outside, you and your other two wait and squeeze around the ghost. (laughs) Oh my god. It says the council. <laughs> it has asked oh a clergyman. 
to exercise the house before it can be occupied. From animals? Yes. Oh, God. That's hilarious. Do we need a special um, animal exorcist to come round? Or does it, there, do they exist? Have, I don't know. Probably do. It's Catholics, after all. The family <laughs> house were given a new house by the council, which didn't have any ghosts they checked. That's good. Yeah. They complained that they saw apparitions of animals, that objects moved by themselves, that one of the children was pinned to a wall. Oh, wow. I was going to say by a gerbil, but... but it was by, by an oven? No. <laughs> They're not bets. By nothing. <laughs> they made it sound like sighting, and then they just went, oh, they were pinned to the wall by nothing. So but it's how a guest or something then. Exactly, yeah, that's not an animal. It's a yeah. No. Nah. Not it would be funny if so. it was pinned to the wall by like a, a ghost snake or, or something like that. <laughs> I know, I'd love that. The house had previously been occupied by Mrs Anne Riley, a spiritualist who moved into a house in Wheeler Avenue, Swindon. She said that the happiness <laughs> that Penhill Drive could have been caused by her two dead pets, an Alsatian and a cat. Both but pets why would died. Do? I don't know. <laughs> Both pets died while I was living here. I was fond of them both. I saw them there after their deaths walking about the house. Well, it sounds like it's them then. So it said, funnily enough, exactly 50 years later, the Daily Express is at it again. So this is an article that says, the headline is, family film pet dogs, ghosts roaming the house and exercising of our poltergeist. No, wait. The dog is doing aerobics with other poltergeist. What? No, it sounds like shit. Like evil demons, like an oh. exorcism. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like nonsense. Oh, it's it's rocking like at class. I thought that's what it meant. I like your version better, to be fair. Yeah. I'm just doing exercises <laughs> with other poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, they're just getting desperate for stories now. Nah. The couple claimed their house in Lancashire had previously been haunted by the ghost of an old man. Daughters Bethany, 13, and Chloe, 10, were left frightened to <laughs> we're, death. Were left embarrassed as fuck <laughs> when their mental dad went to the paper. <laughs> so, they were left frightened to death after. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they're obviously not dead? They're dead. <laughs> they're dead. After an eerie apparition <laughs> appeared at the foot of Bethany's bed. Was it the old man? I don't know. <laughs> Was it Jimmy Savile? <laughs> Jimmy Savile? <laughs> that would be bad if you were haunted by the ghost of Jimmy Savile, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh, God. The couple you didn't get to sleep. No, he didn't sleep. He certainly wouldn't. Um, they, they claimed they'd been scratched by demonic forces, but astonishingly, the family now claim that the ghouls have been exercised by their chair. All oh, right, so they're saying that their dog... Their dog Chase, as their, their, their living their dog, dog is an exorcist. No, ah. they're both. They're, they're both. Also, the dog's dead too. The dog's dead. Bethany, what's the other called? Shelly? The ghost dog got rid of the ghost, basically. So they had to kill their dog so that they could get rid of what? the ghost. <laughs> Sorry, did you say they... So the dog didn't die, they killed it. <laughs> the dog was already an exorcist, so they killed I'm it. Sorry. So that, that dog should come back and haunt them in a bad way. <laughs> That's I think up. I just made up the part about how they killed Bethany, their dog. Had <laughs> they trained their dog before it died to be an exorcist so that, that it could sense. chase the poltergeist away. What? How do you train a dog to do that? You can train a dog to do absolutely anything. <laughs> you know, train, train it to like chase something that's they not there. What they did was they sent it to the Vatican on an all-expenses oh. trip. 
so that it could be specifically claimed by Pope Francis. Would it be Pope Francis? Poor dog. What? Poor dog. Was it Francis who was Pope in 2016? 2016, though, was that not... Ra- the Nazi one? It was the Nazi, the Nazi. Uh, it was German one. So it was trained by the Nazi Pope to become an exorcist. Just to be clear, anyone who doesn't know anything about the Catholic Church, we're not saying that Germans, all Germans are Nazis. Oh, yeah, that's true. We're saying that he is a Nazi. He actually yeah, he was a Nazi. He was, yeah. like, a, what was he, he, was he a, a Nazi youth Hitler youth. He released several statements while he was Pope, saying, like, that the worst thing in the world, that people, what was it, that people should stop wasting their time worrying about global warming and deforestation when there's still homosexuals everywhere. Yeah. And he also oh, wow. basically a, a short book on how we should reignite the holy war between Christians and Muslims. No. Muslims are a scourge on the world. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, like proper Nazi. Just yeah. yeah fucking Nazi. So they replaced him with the lovely Pope Francis. Who's like an anti- Or just sounds as that's going. I don't know what an anti-Nazi is. We two are all anti-Nazis. He just loves the whole world. He loves everyone. Apparently there's actually a video of the pet ghost here. Shall we watch it? I know yes. you can't see it, Yaz, but I'm going to let mm-hmm. Mark see it and see what well, he thinks. Well, let's describe it. Well, let's see if it actually works. Um, I'll describe it whether it works or not. <laughs> <laughs> right, it might come up with ads. So Wait, how is there a video of the ghost? Or of the dog when it was alive? No, it's... No, it's of the, go- it's of the ghost getting rid of the other ghosts. I so they've, they've managed to like film the ghosts. It's not playing. Play. You're not real. Right, I'll look up on YouTube then. Fucking YouTube. Ghost dog. Family film ghost. Family film ghost dog (laughs) exorcism. Ghost dogs are not real. Benedict XVI slash Cardinal Ratzinger. Do you believe in uh, ghost animals? Yeah, that's why I'm looking up this. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I don't think they care enough. To to be ghosts. (laughs) <laughs> to, like to stick around. Too lazy. Like yeah, I feel like they'd be just quite happy. I think they go. I think animals have souls. I do. I just don't think they would stick around and be ghosts. I think I they'd just go to heaven. I found no, it. I found it. Recognise that screenshot. Right, playing it. You might. Right, so we're seeing the corner of a room. It has a green carpet. Somebody's wearing hideous sandals. Oh, that's the best oh! oh oh oh. What the? Was it's it just a like a blur over the page? Wait, the rabbit just disappeared. Yep. Why was uh, there a no, rabbit? Uh, see, yeah, there's a ghost dog. There's a ghost dog. Why was there a rabbit? The rabbit's not a ghost. The rabbit's just there playing with its ball. Oh. There's a very. I'm playing it again. There's a very clear ghost dog. A like see-through dog. Oh yes. Yeah. If, if you can see that, but if you can see that, why can't you see the ghost that is chasing? Um, I think they've just put a projector image up and they're just taking the piss. I don't know that. No, that that looks. Genuine to me. Like the guy sure like, it's not projection? No, because yeah, you can't see that shit. <laughs> no, it wouldn't make any sense for it to be a projection. Mm. Yeah, but why is he pointing it specifically there? What the... I like that the rabbit's trying to give it the ball. That's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. The rabbit's basically like, here, ghost dog, do you want to go with this? Do you want to go? Right, no, well... No, no, I'll go. It's a nice rabbit. Right. You've always got to make rabbits the villain of the beast, don't you? There's, there's another video seeing real ghost animals caught on camera, but it's like 14 minutes long, so... No, you don't. Yeah. I think we should pick next week's topic. Okay, we can do that if you so wish. Okay. That's right, if you so wish. I, w- I would like okay. that very much. Yeah, also, I feel like I should also answer whether or not we are nearly finished. It's a fact, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like this episode should be called Ghost Animals and Lots of Random Shite. <laughs> I was temporarily possessed <laughs> by a ghost. <laughs> by a ghost dog. Um, that concludes our ghost book.
Yeah, whose turn is it to pick a number? It's Jasmine. Um, oh, you got your list with you. Um, um, four. Um, we're all making daft noises now. We're oh, <laughs> possessed by that dog. <laughs> um, hey, num- number four. The ultimate evil, so we all have to pick something that should be the, the ultimate, ultimate evil. evil. That's, That's quite an interesting one. That's mm, okay. um, Jimmy Savile. <laughs> Yeah, I mean anything that you think is the ultimate evil, but not the devil, like no, not the devil. That would be boring. Yeah. 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 Also, also not boring. Done the devil. Yeah, we have. Yeah, that's not like not, the sense, yeah. <laughs> not in the sexual sense, but maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, what are you off to? Are you off to for a wee swally? Oh, Swally? No, because our hotel's like literally in the middle of nowhere. What, and even like the bar. What, the bar shut? I, oh, no, it's, it's only the food was all inclusive. No, the bar is there, but it's all old people because it's clearly out of season, so no one's here. Well, I think the party <laughs> with old people, I'm sure there'll be a laugh. Yeah, they could be well, interesting. Mask, yeah, I know. I'm going to go find the girls and see what they're doing. So, yeah, yeah, probably trying on their high heels and. No, they probably have face masks and shit on. And, oh. and they brought satin pyjamas. One girl brought three pairs of pyjamas, by the way. We're only here for four days and she brought three pairs of pyjamas. I should probably not be saying this on a podcast. But, uh, <laughs> I own zero pairs of satin pyjamas and sometimes I wear the same pyjamas for like six days in a row. I don't care. Yeah, I wear satin pyjamas. I wear silk pyjamas in Paris, but I thought that's what you would do if you stayed in yeah, Paris. Yeah, because you're in Paris, oh. obviously. Yeah. Mm. But did you bring three pairs of silk pyjamas? No, in? just the one pair. I'm no. Me too. No, but oh my god, why would I bring more? No, I mean, sorry, I'm gonna stop now. But I just, I don't understand. To be fair, I don't really wear anything in bed most of the time. I just wear shorts and t-shirts. Like, why do I need to do anything? Yeah, if I'm gonna I wear something in bed. Like, so much in bed. I normally wear pajamas mm. with like fleece trousers over the top of them. Mm. Oh, the top yeah, we're wearing fucking shorts or something. Yeah, like fleecy like trousers is like loungewear. I like to wear cozy. my full head of makeup. And a ball gown to bed. Mm-hmm. With like silk gloves as well. Silk gloves up to the elbows, yeah. That's yeah, right. proper. And your tiara. And my rubber gimp mask. <laughs> <laughs> That'll smudge your makeup. <laughs> well, it'll be a nice surprise when you take it off. Uh, right, well, okay. on that note. Like, yeah, we should stop before we scare yet. people. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what happens when you have your mate in the <laughs> same room as you. <laughs> and lots of wine. Lovely, it's yeah, um, I've enjoyed it. It's been quite good. Yeah, need to all get together at some point. Mm, yes, exactly. So yeah, well, if anyone out there has any pets that have died, commiserations. <laughs> um, maybe they're still with you in the form of a ghost. So if you hear yeah. anything scratching on your door, or if you feel something maybe tapping your soft belly, it's probably your dead pet. <laughs> or if you hear something like laughing and jerking off. Don't know why I mention that at some point. Wait, what are you saying, Mark? Not Mahisi's still alive. Aslan. Oh, Aslan, I love Aslan. Listeners, you both know this, that I had when we were younger. After he, for like years after he died, I used to wake up and be like, I'll get off my chest, Aslan, and then be like, oh wait, Aslan's dead, and then we'd wake up and then he'd be gone. Oh, Aslan was a beautiful, big, chunky... He was a Turkish van cat. Chunky. Yeah, well, he he wouldn't tell because he was so fluffy, and he had... He looked he like a wee lion, didn't he? He was ginger. Yeah, that's why we called him Aslan. Cause he and um, you also had a white rabbit that was like the evil bunny from Monty Python. Mm-hmm. But oh. he liked me. He did, <laughs> fucking hated everyone else. I feel like that I should <laughs> open the podcast with, oh wait, I had a ghost pet. Yeah, oh my god. Like, Bye everyone. I can't believe you forgot that. 
Oh my goodness. I feel like that would have been quite I've had like, dreams important. about Jasper. Jasper's appeared in my dream. That's my dead cat. Oh. I think that's him coming to say hello because he yeah. would come in and he would, in my dream, he would right, rub up against me or he would just be there. He'd be all cute. Oh, bless. So, so yeah, cool. pets have crossed the rainbow bridge, as they say. That's the pet heaven. They cross the rainbow bridge. Yeah. What ghosts we could have moved on. Yeah, the end. Okay, well, you and go and enjoy the rest of your holiday and be safe. Mm-hmm. Well done. Dodgy. Okay. <laughs> right, so, bye. Flea cats home. Bye. 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 <laughs> that was so much fun. It was very much fun. Crystal. Mess.